This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm with your host, Tom. Tim, I, I caught you off guard there. Jesus, you look yeah, startled. Yeah, I didn't start my. I didn't start my timer, and I'm Tim. Yeah, well, we go, you, we you you always say that you don't want to do this show one second longer than is absolutely necessary. <laughs> I, I panicked, Tom. I, I wasn't expecting you to be on your game. Usually, you go like, "Okay, you ready to start?" And then it's like three minutes while you. <laughs> You know, look through your phone and then realize that you're the one who starts the show every week. Yeah, that so, often um, happens. Yeah. Um, it's the last show of uh, 2021, Tom. It is. This is the big, uh, well, it's awards season. We'll, we'll get into the awards later, but we're, you know, it's why we're both wearing tuxedos tonight. I'm always wearing a tuxedo, but it's why you, you're wearing a tuxedo. That's why I'm wearing Thank a sequin much. tuxedo. Normally, I just see through tuxedo, a sheer tuxedo. (laughs) Tim, I thought you were uh, completely nude, but I am now seeing um, now it's starting to stick to your body. The the, yeah, it's it's getting sweaty over here. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine that that breathes very well. It looks like, uh, oh, it doesn't. What is sopping wet mess over here? It it looks like that's uh, made out of like the same kind of plastic you would get like a couch covers made out of. That just like very thick, uh, like vinyl. Yeah, if you put your head under it for five seconds, you'd suffocate. <laughs> you sound like somebody who's who's done that at like a grandma's house. It's just not. It's just not breathable. No, I. You know what? My grandparents never did that. Yeah, I thought that was a stereotype. The 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 plastic over the couch. Um. It, it it's one of those stereotypes that's true though. I mean, my grandparents. Oh, didn't. tell us tell us more about <laughs> stereotypes that are actually true, Tom. Uh, this is usually off mic talk from you, but uh... look, Tim. There's a reason why a lot of stereotypes are stereotypes. No, I'm my grandparents didn't have have that either, but. That that doesn't mean all grandparents didn't. I feel like not that's... All, you're always saying hashtag not all grandparents. <laughs> I feel like that's something that um when when I would be like trick or treating as a kid, and you know you stop you you get uh you go to a house where they give you a uh, like a, a a thing of pennies. If you look in the house, you could see they've also got uh you know styro uh, not styrofoam plastic over all over the couches. Right. I don't know. Never happened to me. I never got pennies on on I remember either. There were a few like old people houses where I think they just weren't aware of inflation and they thought like <laughs> giving or kids maybe... 10 pennies was like, oh, they'll be able to to buy some uh uh penny farthing with these. 
Or maybe they were surviving on social security checks and shouldn't uh, didn't need to be giving out cash to to well, neighborhood kids. Well, or going out and buying candy. It, it doesn't matter now because I'm sure they're long dead. Also, they are of course long dead. But also, um, why were we going to those houses where we knew that there were old people and be like, oh, they give us crappy candy? I feel or like, like I didn't know until the door opened, and then I would and like you just went like. Everybody went, trick or treat. You just went, ah, god damn it. Ah, shit. This lady's going to screw us. She's just going to give us pennies. (laughs) Come on, guys. Don't bother. (laughs) I mean, although I guess I would take pennies over, you know, some of these old people candies that they give you that would just like uh, rip all your fillings out. Yeah. Well, as a kid, I didn't really have any fillings. Um, Yeah. Uh, Although I will say, Tom, Werther's Mm -hmm. Original gets a bad rap. That's a good candy. I agree. But I think it's probably like a... Just because that little moon face kid uh, in that one commercial (laughs) in the 80s um, got it from his grandpa. Everybody's like, oh, it's uh, it's all uh, uh, old people food. I always thought... It is old people food, but it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy if you think about it that so anybody that doesn't, I mean, I feel like they ran those commercials for like three weeks. <laughs> those Werther's, what is Werther's? It's like a caramel, like hard, hard candy, like a suck candy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't call it a suck candy. <laughs> well, you suck on it. Don't bite it. You can bite it once you've sucked on yeah, it for a like bit. Like the owl in the Tootsie Pop commercial. Yeah. Um, but. Aren't you wondering, like, what what were the uh, the economics behind Werther's being able to air commercials? <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I think Werther's was probably owned by a larger candy company, right? Yeah, but still. So, also, you know. it, was the, it was it was the eighties, Tom. Commercial time with airtime was cheap. It was, was plentiful. It? I think it was more expensive because people actually know. watched TV. I don't know, uh, Tom. I I got I went down a rabbit hole. You know, you can like buy a commercial on MTV these days for like thirty five dollars. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, but nobody's actually going to see it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We should try it though for this show. Did you Did you see this thing where? Uh, um. Uh, Ridley... I think fans of ridiculousness would enjoy our podcast, Tom. <laughs> uh, Ridley Scott was uh, like all upset because nobody saw the last duel. And he like blamed oh. uh, Gen Z for not wanting to see a boring looking movie. <laughs> yeah, but he was just like, uh, it's, everybody's just they want to be on their phones instead of watch movies. And it's weird because, you know, he, he also put out that House of Gucci movie. And I was like, oh, I'm sure that movie is going to do well. It's got Lady Gaga and uh, Adam Driver in it. Uh, uh, Jared Leto, who you might remember as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um But uh, I when he was saying all that criticism and he was like, and I know it's not the marketing because the marketing was great. I was like, this is a movie I wanted to see. I had no idea it already came out. (laughs) I had not seen a single ad anywhere like I had learned about it and thought uh, like I saw a trailer for it on YouTube or something because somebody like tweeted it. And I thought, like, oh, cool. Well, I'll have to see this when it comes out next year. And it was, like, already out. Yeah. Here's the thing, Tom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we have firmly become unreachable 
right? Yeah. With with marketing, mm-hmm. unless it's uh, unless somebody buys an ad on uh, one of your conspiracy theory YouTube channels or whatever. Oh, I thought you were going to say unless somebody buys Joe an Rogan. ad on our show, then or on Joe get Rogan, me. Tom, you'll hear you. Um, what did I say, Joe Rogan? Joe yeah. Rogan. <laughs> um, I got tongue tied. Um, but like I, I don't know when anything comes out. Like I used to yeah. see commercials for things. I don't see commercials for anything. Actually, whenever I do see commercials, it's when I'm watching HGTV, and all that is is for like drugs. It's all just like ask your doctor about this stuff, and it doesn't ever tell you what what it, it treats or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like you should already know what it is, and just yeah, ask like, your doctor. Prevagen, good for you. It's like I don't know <laughs> what is it. What, what is it? Treat? What is it? Treat? Yeah. Maybe it just gets you high. <laughs> Maybe it's like a wink, wink. Like, yeah, this yeah. will help with your cholesterol. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I th- I agree with Rid- Ridley Scott too, Tom. Mm-hmm. I think uh, young people just want to look at their phones. I'm not that young, and <laughs> I can't watch a movie without picking up my goddamn phone in the middle of it. So. Oh, really? I'm I'm pretty good. My I'm pretty good actually like once once a movie starts, I won't look at my phone. Are but... you talking about in the theater or are you no, talking no, about at home? No, no, at okay. at home too. It's in the theater. Come on. Um, but so like that sounds like I'm bragging like, "Oh, I'm pretty good." But the the flip side of that is I often won't start a movie cuz I'm like, "Well, then I won't be able to look at my phone." <laughs> <laughs> I definitely like plan my evening around like, mm, will I be able to dig around on my phone doing this? No. Okay, then. Yeah. Not tonight. I was gonna start watching uh, the the new Matrix movie yesterday because it came out on HBO Max, and then literally I was like, oh, if I start watching it now, I'll be able to watch it. It was like ten o'clock, so it's like, all right, the movie's probably like two hours long. I'll be able to go to bed midnight. That's about when I go to bed. That's fine, but I was like, no, I I need like a solid half hour on each side of that to just dick around. That's ridiculous. Even like 2009, we weren't doing that, Tom. No. 2009, Tim, we were out getting blackout drunk at bars every night. <laughs> <laughs> just pissing away hundreds of dollars a week. Oh, uh, yeah. And our health. Oh, and yeah, permanently irreparable damage to our health. I think it was worth it. Tom, it's the end of 2021. Yes. This uh this show is our uh, uh year-end spectacular. Did you know that that we did a a 2021 predictions episode at the end of last year? Oh, um that makes sense that we did. Do you know what we predicted? I know what I predicted. I found my notes. Okay. What did you predict? Let me let me see if I can find my notes while you're talking. Yeah. Well, the, then you're not going to listen to me, Tom. Oh, no. I found them already. Here we go. Okay. So let's see if the we'll go one for one. Uh, my first one was the Grinch is going to come back in a big way around <laughs> Christmas. Oh, is I that, think that's is that why you did a you wanted to do an episode about the Grinch so badly? Oh, did you have so some in money the zeitgeist, on this? Tom, that that uh, we did an episode. It bubbled up to the the TCGTE uh, level. So I think that that was a pretty good prediction. <sighs> what I, did you I, have? I had that uh, panty rates will come back. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if I had that. I just have in my notes panty raids. 
<laughs> no, that was your to-do list. <laughs> you got this to-do for 2021, and you did do quite a bit of those, Tom. My wife is furious. <laughs> oh, I thought nobody knew. Um, um let's see. I had uh, under celebrity. Fourth wave ska, I said. Oh, fourth wave. I think wave. ska had a moment. Yeah, ska, ska, I would say, is is a little bigger this year than it was last year. Yeah, all right. Uh, I had a, a public UFO crash. Hmm. That didn't happen. Not yet. That I mean, we, we got a few. Of. We still got a few days, Tom. That's true. Uh, I said people will immediately lose whatever perspective they gained in 2020. Remember at the end of the 2020 when everybody was like, oh, or in 2020, they were like, oh, we're, we're just going to change the way we live our lives forever. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to continue clapping for healthcare workers. Yes. But certainly what we're not going to do is start screaming at them that they're part of the conspiracy. We're not going to start threatening them and their families. <laughs> Um, I had, uh, uh, movie theaters are going to do weird things, which I don't think has actually happened. No. Aside from like stay open, you know, like not completely crater as an industry. That's good. I said everything, everyone's going to take everything too far. I don't know what I meant by that. (laughs) I I think that kind of happened a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, you could make that prediction for next year too. Yeah. I think we did pretty well. I did pretty well. I think I had a better hit rate than you did. Yeah. Well, you had like more vague predictions. I said Mark Zuckerberg's going to get ripped. <laughs> uh, I said Trump was going to go to North Korea. Uh, I said civil war. <laughs> uh, uh, I also thought uh, like a uh, telephone booth stuffing would come back. But, you know, COVID... I thought That's COVID was in the rearview mirror by then. <sighs> I still say once COVID's finally taken care of for good, telephone booth stuffing. They're going to have to stuff me in a telephone booth with 25 other teens. <laughs> it was teenagers that were doing that, right? I would hope so. I, you know what, though? I mean, it wasn't. Oh, um, nowadays it would be like people our age, like, "Hey, we're still young." I'm on TikTok. I'll <laughs> do the. I'll do the. Shove myself in a telephone booth challenge. Um. Although I feel like the I also haven't heard that a uh, flagpole sitting would come back. Um. And that uh, I I feel like that wasn't a young man's game. That was all like uh, I feel like that was older people that did flagpole sitting. I don't know. I think the last time we saw pictures of people flagpole sitting, we were young. And so, like, <laughs> a 25-year-old looked ancient to us. Oh, uh, they probably weren't even 25. They were probably, like, 17. Yeah. But it was like, yeah. this 17-year-old who has five children <laughs> has decided to forego it and, you know, uh, uh, sent his children to the factory for the week <laughs> so he could flagpole sit. Um. We, well, Tom? Mm-hmm. This was just a way to tease our predictions for 2022. Yeah. Coming up later in the show. Tom, we got a lot planned today. We sure do, um, Tim. Uh, it was a wild year. It was. You're going to hear a lot about it in just a minute. I do want to say, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to start teasing a a uh, a very special message from uh, guest host of The Complete Guide to Everything, Christine, mm-hmm. who 
graciously filled in for me while I was gone. Yeah. Um, and then talked a lot of shit about me behind my back to you. <laughs> but I decided I to bury the hatchet all and let, give her did, an opportunity. Give her the opportunity. That you were tired f- with having a newborn son and that you predictably, predictably were, were, you know, thought like, oh, everybody else makes up being tired. No, when no, they no, have a no. Kid. She told you I, I told her the same story five times. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Tim. Anyone listening to the podcast could say the same thing about you. Anyway, we're supposed to have a nice message for her. She flaked. She flaked. She said, yeah, I'll get you a nice message for your, all your listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, good tidings for the new year. Yeah. Thanking them. For for bringing me into the the into their homes week after week, mm-hmm. I said that's great. Let we'll we'll put it on. We'll feature it. And what did she do? She just doesn't care about these listeners. She she just flaked. She didn't send it. <laughs> Why are you on a smear campaign against Christine? I didn't tell her the same story five times. I'm sure you did. You probably don't even remember telling her the same story one time. Why'd she flake? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She doesn't care about the listeners like I do. <laughs> All right. Sure. That makes sense. Is that what she said? She said, I just don't care about the listeners like you do. Yeah. So I guess uh, I guess everybody's happy to have me back now. Hey, Complete Guiders. Do you go by that? This is Christine saying thank you for letting me into your podcast listening ears even though I wasn't Tim I also want to say thank you to Tim and Tom although my thank you to Tom has an asterisk because immediately upon my departure Tom if you're listening when you told Tim behind my back what I had told you in confidence behind his back you misrepresented what I said and you caused a beef between Tim and I that now um, unfortunately I have a commensurate beef with you that's probably eternal but maybe we can get a mediator and talk through what's happened here. Um, because, boy, what a mess. We're all so mad at each other. Can you feel it? Anyway, um, thanks for letting me solve some problems. Thanks for a couple really nice comments that I saw about my guest hosting. I'm really thrilled to have learned what a podcast is, finally. <laughs> I'm really excited to have been able to have that space and talk about things I love, like Fraser and archery and unsolicited and solicited advice some of my favorite things okay tim congratulations on your baby tom congratulations on working so seamlessly with who is now your eternal enemy based on what i mentioned earlier and thanks everybody happy new year smell you later is that the right thing to say don't be a stranger and whatever that means in this context okay bye thanks Tom, mm-hmm. 2021. Yeah. The year. Was this a real year? Was this, <laughs> did this year go super quick? Um. Yeah. I mean, time's just very strange right now. Yeah. Look, I had a, a very good year. Um. Mm. Uh, my wife and I had a child, and mm-hmm. uh, he's great. But other than that, that like. What a blah, stupid year this was, right? This was all last year. We were like, 
this year sucks, but who next year we're all gonna we're all gonna really go for it. It's gonna be uh, a great awakening, you know. We're all gonna we're all gonna get out there, and it'll be like a renaissance. Yeah, and then it was all the same shit, except just like angrier. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, you know, for a while there in 2021, uh, things were good. Like, uh, you know, people, people were getting vaccinated and stuff and like, you felt good, you felt safe, but there wasn't enough time to like relearn how to like be around people, at least for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you weren't so hot at it, uh, before the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, Oh God, now I'm starting back from square one all over again. Um, and, you know, and now we're, you know, we're, we're back in, uh, you know, uh, people listening to this in, uh, space stations in the future we're, we're, we've got the Omicron wave happening now, yeah. which luckily seems milder, but also like a hundred times more contagious. I feel like yeah. uh, I'm hearing about a bunch of people catching this without even like going anywhere. It's like, I <laughs> yeah. opened up my window <laughs> Yeah, it's coming through the walls. Um, <laughs> but people don't need to hear about that here. They can hear about that literally everywhere else. Yeah. Well, but I'm just saying that, uh, uh, you know, I feel like I was just finally getting my my social mojo on. back. Yeah. And uh, really, you know, dazzling people when I would when I would uh, see them in social occasions. And now uh, um, well, I'm once again going to forget how to talk to other human beings. I only did one thing like uh, I got vaccinated mm-hmm. and waited a couple weeks. I bought tickets to one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to it with you. My yeah. wife and I and you and your girlfriend went to uh, a comedy show. Yeah. John then, Mulaney. Yeah. And then to a bar. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing I did all year. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then Delta came, and it was just like, okay. Well, and Back also, uh, I'm sure you remember that when all of us went into uh, uh, that place, it was like the first time any of us had been anywhere. And you know, you need to like show proof of vaccination and all these things. But also, it was like, you know, a, a stand-up comedian working on his new material. So very paranoid, of course, about like anybody recording it. So you had to like put your phones in those pouches and stuff. And it was just like this gauntlet of like not remembering how to do anything, <laughs> having to show <laughs> and then having to show like an ID to get a wristband to drink uh your your uh vaccine card and like uh an id again to prove and then your ticket and then checking your coat and then also having to put your phone at, or, and even if you had like a smart watch like an apple watch putting that in a pocket and like closing it and showing them and then being brought to your table and then them being like all right what do you want to drink what do you want to eat <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all it was a waitress that said, "Can I take your order?" <laughs> the um, show starts any <laughs> second now. Hurry up! No, that you you really uh, freaked that lady out by being like, "I don't know, I don't know, I don't know." <laughs> Stop yelling I'll, I'll at me! I'll take one of everything. <laughs> Which, in, uh, you know, and afterwards when it all came, I was like, "I should have been more selective." Yeah, when the bill came, Tom. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that there uh, weren't things that we should single out. Um, as uh, award worthy, mm-hmm. um, for this past year, Tom, it's uh, 
the the first annual complete guide to everything awards for excellence in things. Yes. In 2021. 2021 edition. 2021 edition. I did go last month to a Broadway show. I saw Hadestown on Broadway. Oh, how was that? Uh, Why wasn't I invited? Why didn't you invite me? Because it was for my girlfriend's birthday, Tim. You're right. I should have invited you. She was actually very upset that you weren't there. I know. Uh, I got... She texted. She was texting me the whole time. I She's was like this this uh this play would be better if you were here. Wow. And and you were sitting there with your newborn son <laughs> responding back. Yeah. It's um, messed up. Also during that that same trip I went to uh M&M World in Times Square. Oh. Is that is that the only place you went? You went to like a Broadway show and beforehand you just went to the M&M store. We went to dinner beforehand. She actually really wanted to go to um, uh, Olive Garden in Times Square, but I thought she was kidding. <laughs> so I got her like I got as a reservation at like a nice restaurant. <laughs> she was kind of like, oh, this is good, but man, I kind of want to go to Olive Garden. Um, like but, the Olive uh, Garden. But uh, enough for two portions. You would have had to carry all the extra pasta with you because they give oh. you like uh, enough meals, and then you yeah. bring that to uh, the theater with uh, you. Well, probably more accurately, I would have had to, you know, go you go do number two in the toilet okay. during okay. the show. Tim, pasta <laughs> goes right through me. Everything goes right through you, Tom. You can't talk about food or anything without you <laughs> then describing a bowel movement. <laughs> But afterwards, uh, we had a little time to kill before the show, so we went to M&M World. That place sucks. What a depressing place that is. It's just, yeah. What, what, what could be, like, what were you expecting? I don't know. Like, some kind of activities or something. Not just, like, oh. like you can buy M&Ms in, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, hundreds of different, like, shitty plastic containers i mean i think you you set your sights uh you're, you you got your hopes up a little too much did you think you were gonna meet the yellow m&m and he'd be like go oh, hello tom well, be like finally uh, summer someone dumber than me i can be <laughs> well tim to be honest i was hoping i was gonna meet that green m&m i know tom but you were with your girlfriend oh yeah but she'd be like i know why you brought me here tim i've got uh uh the green m&m on my celebrity list on my hall pass list Uh, yeah so (laughs) so she would have had to be okay with it yeah the um, red one's mean, right? The red one stinks. Yeah, the red one. I don't know. I never met the guy. Yeah, that that's the red one. I don't know. They, none of them were there, Tim. Um, huh. I don't know. The whole place just had the 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 air of like a uh, a a Caldor that was closing. Yeah, it's Times Square, Tom. <sighs> I don't. It, I just couldn't believe it seemed like it was like a temporary store, but it's been there for a long time now. It is in the middle of a pandemic. No, but I'm just saying like the way everything was laid out and and whatnot. It it was just like, you know, and everything was broken. It was just a real shitty place. I accidentally shoplifted from there uh, 12 years ago. Oh, 
I thought there were free samples, but apparently you were supposed to pay for the bag of pretzel M&Ms, which uh, I took one bite and spit it out. And, Why uh, did you think you could just take a bag of M&Ms? Because they were new. It was a new flavor, and I don't know. It was a new miscommunication. New flavors is where all the money's made. I know. It was a miscommunication. I was walking out, and they're like, hey, you got to pay for that. And I was like, I didn't think you had to pay for it. And so I just like ran, or I just like <laughs> picked up the pace and walked outside. <laughs> Wow. Well, the statute of limitations is not up on that, Tim. And I hope uh, one of the one of the M&Ms is listening to this and makes a citizen's arrest. But yeah, so I got to go to like a Broadway show, which was fun. Like, uh, yeah. uh, Miss, hey, you know me in the Great White Way. I missed it. Um, was the last show you saw before this Spider-Man turn off the dark when we no, went I, in like 2013? <laughs> no, I wish. Um, uh, what was the last show I saw? Oh, probably Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. I think I saw Harry Potter the year before. Yeah. Hey, uh, you see them all. Harry Potter, Spider-Man, Town. <laughs> well and a bunch of a bunch of stuff's closing nowadays the 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 alanis morissette is uh closing uh jagged little pill yeah but anyway let's not talk about broadway closures <laughs> let's talk about these awards all right uh do you want to go one for one we've both prepared some some awards yeah um i don't know the awards that you prepared you don't know the ones i've prepared that's what makes the award show so fun Great. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Uh, the 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 Tom Reynolds 2021 award for best movie, Spider Man No Way Home, the the latest movie I've seen. <laughs> You're like a five year old that way. Yep. Every <laughs> every time you leave the theater, that was the best movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. Not only was it the best movie of 2021, I think it was the best movie I've ever seen. Although I will say this. Uh, I'm very sick of, uh, I, I, I'm, uh, look, I love these movies. I unabashedly love these Marvel movies. Uh, although uh, Eternals was one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but, um, uh, enough with clapping in the theaters. Nobody People were clapping in the yeah, theater. Oh, there was so much clapping and like, do they think <laughs> the, the, the Spider-Man can, can hear them? I don't. I yeah exactly like nobody's there to receive those claps. I'm all yeah. for like gasping or like hooting maybe. Hooting? No. Yeah, I mean, I maybe think I'm not it has all to be, for it. Has to be involuntary. Yeah. You know, it, if it's a gasp, if it's a scream, or you're startled or yeah. something, that's uh, okay. Uh, uh, spoiler for for Spider Man No Way Home. If you d didn't realize what everybody's suspected for years, the other Spider-Men are in this. Tobey Maguire yeah. and Andrew Garfield. But, like, there's a part in this. I won't give away the part. But, like, somebody literally yelled out, like, yeah, okay, Andrew. Like, to Andrew Garfield. Was he there? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Um. Yeah, I hated I hated that. I also here's my other thing that I really hate at movies nowadays. This is this was Thursday night. It wasn't even opening night. It was like preview night of of this movie. So like one of the earliest screenings you could possibly go to. I don't think they even had like matinee screenings. People 
there were multiple lines in the movie that were in the trailers that people gave like big <laughs>, laughs to. And it's like, there's no way you're here on the opening night of this movie and you haven't watched the trailer and you're not like, oh, oh, he tells Peter, don't call me, sir. Oh, oh. Shut up, idiots. You were yelling. Yeah, that was funnier the first time I heard it. You wanted the, you wanted them to change the jokes between the the trailer and the movie. Uh you know I wouldn't mind it. I would I yeah. would like to see nothing from the trailer in a movie. That would be ideal. Um, yeah, but it's like it performative laughter at at a movie. Get out For of town. Who? Yeah, Tom. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me. Like uh, the people over there at Marvel, the MCU, saw that um, Spider-Man movie, the animated movie that came out a couple of years ago, and they were like, huh, everybody likes that movie. We should make that movie, but with real people. Well, a little bit, but like the the, the idea of the Spider-Verse is from comics. Like that, right. that's been done a bunch in the comics. So, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it certainly didn't hurt. Yeah, and now they're doing that with every movie now, right? Uh, Michael Keaton's going to be in every single DC movie. Yeah, and... he na- they just announced that he's going to be... We already knew he was going to be in the Flash movie, but now he's going to be in the Batgirl movie. I think Michael Keaton just realized, like, oh, I'm, I can make like more money in one of these than I probably have gotten paid for every um, movie I've been in. I'll tell you this much. I don't think it was Michael Keaton's idea. I think I think they approached him oh, to be Oh, no, in the but movie. I think he's just like, yeah, great. Absolutely. Yeah. You'll give me how much money? I'll be there. Yeah. Um every movie's going to be this now, huh? That's that's in the next step. Where do we go from this once they've scraped the bottom of this barrel? I don't know. Like, I mean, I'll tell you this. Andrew Garfield. Like, everybody's like, "Hey, yeah, Andrew Garfield." Nobody liked those movies. All nobody liked those movies. Crap about those movies. But Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man. I don't think he was necessarily a good Peter Parker, but that was the writing. But he was a good Spider-Man, and he looks like Spider-Man because he's skinny. Um, okay, that's enough. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, now it seems like they're they're gonna make more stuff with Andrew Garfield too. Which honestly, it's like this movie's on track to potentially make two billion dollars during a pandemic, where governments around the world are like, "Don't go to places where other people are." So I totally get, yeah, fucking make, make them make 10 Spider-Man movies a year and just keep doing it until people stop seeing them. Why not? Cause here's why not. They're not going to make any other movies. <laughs> they could keep making other movies. I told you they made this last dual movie. Nobody saw. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. 
Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, Tim, your your turn for an award. 2021 wasn't the easiest for a lot of folks. <laughs> Tim, I'm going to have to start playing the the orchestral the, the get you no, off the stage. They don't they don't do that for the 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 banter before. They I'm will the presenter. If, they, if they go too long. <laughs> Presenting our next award, Tim. <clears throat> Thank you. 2021 wasn't the easiest for a lot of folks. What with the global pandemic confining uh continuing to rage keeping people separated from their loved ones and destroying the livelihoods of so many, as well as the brutal effects oh, of climate Jesus change, Christ. already wreaking havoc in a terrifying preview of the years to come. Who is this That for? promised to be many times worse. But through it all, these people rose to the occasion and kept us laughing all year long. Here's, here are the nominees for funniest Twitter person. Oh, you have nominees? <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. That guy Drill or Wint, whatever his name is. Out of context succession. Elon Musk. <clears throat> and the winner is. Elon Musk. Oh well, this wasn't I, even close, Tom. All right, Tim. Just a dominant hey, you brought it home. You know, yeah. I didn't know where you were going, but then, yeah, okay. Luckily, you, uh, you landed forget, on the funniest person. Who can forget his uh, streak of of uh, SNL sketches that he was going to pitch? Baby Shark and Shark Tank merged to form Baby Shark Tank. Irony Man defeats villains using the power of irony and woke James Bond. <laughs> three solid jokes, three in a row, Tom. And then yeah. not to mention all the 69 and 420 jokes and accusing people of being pedophiles. <laughs> you know, it makes me think like we should get, yeah, they should have like the 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 CEO of Nissan, uh, 
you know, they should have him host SNL. Let's see how funny he is. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've been looking at all this stuff all wrong. Hey, the richest guys are the funniest, most talented, and smartest people among us. Yeah, because they're surrounded by people who are pushing them to be funnier. They aren't just laughing at whatever they say because their livelihood depends on it. Oh, Tom, Elon mm-hmm. Musk, great man. Yeah, he really is. Hey, let's get him to Mar. Let's send him to Mars all by himself. Hey, right? ASAP. Uh, okay, that's that's my award, Tom. Uh, all those. Uh, I think everybody was was deserving, uh, <laughs> but uh, he was most deserving. Uh, I do who can, think who can forget that picture uh, that Ellen took with all those celebrities. Tom, a timely reference and an important reference. Thank you for, for making it. Um, I do think the most disheartening thing about 2021, I really think this is the year it like totally tipped where it's going to be like there for the rest of our lives, there's always just going to be a handful of powerful billionaires who like mm-hmm. love attention and yeah. who will like somehow amass these armies of people that will like, <laughs> you know, d- die for them or or kill for them. Yeah, I and was just gonna defend say, them in every way, and it's it's uh it's insane to me say, that this me, could happen. Me and you say like shitty things about people all the time, but anytime we ever talk shit about Elon Musk, we both get messages like, "Hey, what's your problem with Elon?" <laughs> it's like, what do you care? He doesn't yeah, need your fine. help. He's okay. <laughs> you know what? He can see me in the street and fucking take a piss on me and nothing will happen to him. And you know what? I'll go home and feel bad and he'll go, you know, back to uh, being on a spaceship or whatever. Yeah. Getting, All right, Tom. Uh, he'll go back to his barber and get an even cooler haircut. I mean, I don't know how you top his cool haircut. I, but, uh, I saw that haircut and I said, what is this guy, 20 years old? Because he looks like it. All right, Tom. Ne- next. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, funny. He's uh, young. He's hip. Yeah. He knows all the slang. Uh-huh. He Got knows cool what 420 and 69 mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, uh, I wonder if Bill Gates knows that. Uh, I think he knows what 69 means. I think we've learned that. I think uh, his, his friend Jeff Epstein told him about it's come it. Out, it's come out in court documents. That, that, yeah. <laughs> uh, can you uh, testify to whether or not Bill Gates, William Gates, knows the meaning of 69? Uh, mo- here's my award. Uh, well, I have a tie here. My award, okay. you know what? I have a tie. <laughs> Most annoying thing you've had to hear about. The first one, which you- Most you'll... annoying thing you had to hear about? In 2021, okay. you had to hear about a lot. My number one, or, or the one you already mentioned, billionaires in space. Ooh, yeah. We had to keep hearing about this. And meanwhile, they weren't even like- I mean, they were more in space than me or you have ever been, but they weren't in orbit or anything. And they were in space for like as long as, you know, a a roller coaster ride. Don't get me wrong. 
I would love to do it. If, if I was going to say, if Elon Musk called me tomorrow and said, Hey, we want to send you up. I probably wouldn't because I'd be like, Oh, you were listening to this recent episode. Yeah, this where is I, a, and you'll get off scot-free if anything happens <laughs> to me. <laughs> Yeah, there'll be no repercussions you'll, if you you'll, blow me up in a rocket on purpose. You'll tweet a gif of my rocket exploding <laughs> and be like, "Oh well, I guess I'll just have to 420 my 69." <laughs> P.S. He was a pedophile. <laughs> Looks like I just 96 this pedophile. <laughs> um, but uh, but the 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 other thing I had tied for it NFTs. Ooh, yeah. And now look, we did episodes about both of these things, but we're not we're not part of the lamestream media. We're part of the counterculture. And we are part of the counterculture, Tom. And um we were ahead of the curve. We did yeah. uh, an NFT episode in twenty twenty, I think. Not even twenty twenty. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, well we should have we, we should have bought NFTs. Yeah. Uh, the, the, so it's like pictures of monkeys now. Is that what it is? Uh, the Board Ape, Ape Yacht Club is one yeah. of the one. Of, yeah, one of the most popular uh, NFTs out there. This is stupid. Yeah, it's just like procedurally generated um, art, the but best not kind even. Of art. But not like really art, like art the same way, you know, customizing your character in a video game is art. Um, wait, what was the other thing? Oh, billionaires. Yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sick of it. I'm sick. Also, like they, they put uh, they sent Michael Strahan up into to orbit or not yeah. into orbit. Yeah, did anybody else even fit inside that capsule with him? Oh, come on, Tom. Well, he's a big guy. I bet when he was like, oh, I'm going to take off my seatbelt and float around, everybody else was getting kicked in the head. But he's a st- he's like the host of a news show. I right. wouldn't call him a journalist, but it's just like they breathlessly covered that on yeah. a news program. Like, oh, my God, like the richest man in the world or who was it? Who put him up there? Bezos or Musk? I think Bezos put him up there. Bezos. Uh, like, they got... <sighs> Would you Bezos hear about, apparently, uh, the, uh, Bezos offered it to Tom Hanks, but Tom Hanks would have had to pay his own way, and he was like, no. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Because I guess they offered it to him, and it sounds like when they offered it to me, he was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, I think it was uh, when uh, uh, Shatner went up. Uh. They, they asked Tom Hanks first, and yeah, he's in Apollo 13, of course. Uh, and he was like, oh yeah. And they were like, okay, cool. It's $11 million. And he was like, look, um, you know, I'm Tom Hanks. I'm doing well, but I'm not doing like, <laughs> a, you know, blow $20 million. I think it might've been more. It might've been like 20 million on, you know, an afternoon of fun. <laughs> I mean, I bet he could, but I still think the amount of hours or the amount of time that, uh, Tom Hanks, lo- uh, logged in the vomit comet. Mm-hmm. Makes him more of a an astronaut than than Bezos or Musk. Yeah. Oh, I think probably he was like, oh, I've experienced weightlessness. Like, if somebody, if you know, if you want to send me up there for free, did you watch um uh, uh this most recent SNL with Paul Rudd? I did the dystopian one. Yeah. Wasn't that so weird? And wasn't it so weird that Tom Hanks was there? And I think he was entirely. Uh, honest where he, he said uh like well they canceled the show uh but i didn't fly f- here from la to not be on the show <laughs> oh 
Also, I mean, he's just like the 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 COVID ambassador now, right? Yeah. Like anytime anything happens, like it was reassuring to be like, oh, this is the first guy that we knew. Uh, it's nice yeah. to have him guiding through the guiding us through this. That he has a sense of humor about this, right? In a in an otherwise completely empty, weird <laughs> studio. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, next award, Tom. Okay. You have another speech prepared? It's just it's it's what you do when you give out an award. You have a little patter beforehand. Two slices of bread with some stuff in between, maybe <laughs> slathered in some goop. Those are the only rules. Sounds simple enough, right? Well, these nominees prove that there can be genius and simplicity. And when it really comes down to it, there's only one rule. It's got to be delicious. Here are the nominees for best sandwich. Oh, this is you very upset. Here are the nom- nominees for best sandwich: ham and cheese on wheat bread with oh. mustard. Well, come on, that's you're sandbagging. The the grilled mac and cheese sandwich from Panera Bread. I, I was I was made aware of that. The Timbo. Applause, applause, applause. The spicy tofu banh mi from Meckleburg's in Brooklyn. <laughs> okay. Tuna fish. Just just a tuna fish sandwich with nothing else? Not even like a tuna melt? <clears throat> and the winner is... Oh, no surprise here, the Timbo. <laughs> Tom, I guess people just love the combination of potato bread, two types of cheese, caramelized onions, pickled jalapenos, and spicy mustard. It's the yeah. taste sensation that's sweeping the nation. The world, you could even say. Yeah. I don't know if people around the world can necessarily... I guess those are pretty simple ingredients. The- I don't know. I feel like people in the UK had... Uh, Difficulty sourcing the cheese that this called for. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to get American cheese outside of America yeah. because nobody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, which is well, understandable. Yeah, you know, it, if if you've got the option of any cheese, I, I was reading actually a thing uh, this week. It was uh, it was like one of those BuzzFeed articles where they just rip off a Reddit post, and it was. Uh, like uh, stuff that is cheap in other countries, like, you know, in, in the posters country, but is like expensive everywhere. I forget what country it was. Uh, maybe it was Cyprus. And they were talking about halloumi and how cheap halloumi is in Cyprus. I would like I wanna... to have a Timbo with halloumi. Ooh, I mean, that would add, you know, halloumi doesn't really melt. Yeah, but you could have it yeah. grilled on there. Ooh. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe yeah. you would call it a Talimbo, a, ha- okay. a halum, a halumen, a halum Tim. Well, Tom, I can promise you there'll be similar innovations coming in twenty twenty two. Oh, you're gonna come out with a new sandwich? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna iterate on the Timbo. The, you'll 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 be privy to the Timbo two but there will also be others. I, look. Uh, an award was bestowed upon the sandwich. It's an award-winning sandwich. My first time out, Tom. Oh, is, My this, first po- time is out. this your award speech? Uh, did I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how? Why would I stop there, Tom? Mm-hmm. 
there, I can, uh, you know, the the sky's the limit. Yeah. I'm an acclaimed sandwich monger, and I wow. take that seriously. Yeah. I mean, how could you not when upwards of 10 people have tried this sandwich and said they liked it? How many people tried a sandwich that you created? I don't create sandwiches, Tim. I create movements. Bowel movements. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it still counts. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's, uh, I'm going to give out my final award here. Okay. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to figure out which one to do here. All right. Best news. Best Alien. news. Yeah. Okay. Alien stuff. UFO stuff becoming more mainstream. Do you feel like we are getting the, the true story um, or do you feel that maybe this is all um the government obfuscating uh things that they're doing, right? Because that's what Area Fifty One that whole thing was, right? Where oh yeah, like, I mean Area Fifty One, regardless of UFO rumors, is like acknowledged as a uh, U.S. government test. Uh, yeah, where where they run test flights out of, right? Can you see that, like, like, can you see a world where it, it's it's possible where, you know, these fighter pilots are seeing mm-hmm. this wild stuff and the government's like, shit, like, we're developing some stuff. We have to be like, ah, we don't know what it is. It's probably aliens, though. Can, can you see a possibility where these fighter pilots are coming back to the aircraft carrier and going, ooh, just saw some wild stuff up there. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I don't think so. Because I saw like a good argument against that from a uh, like a, a a Navy person. Well, actually, it was one of the one of the Navy pilots who spotted this stuff, and he was just like, "That's not how the government works. Like, that's not how like test flights work. They aren't like, hey, let's do a test flight and let's like buzz an air an aircraft carrier and see if they attack us." <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the way it works. I think it. I, I believe more and more that the government might not like, you know, Roswell and all that stuff might not have been anything that might have just been, you know, stories blown out of proportion and that there might just be 70 years, uh, 70 plus years of the government pilots and stuff just seeing weird shit and it just never being investigated because it's just never taken seriously. And even yeah. now, you know, uh, 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 some some bill just got through the Senate to like appropriate more money to investigate this stuff, and I think it it legitimately is just people seeing these things and just being like, "Well, what the fuck am I gonna do? Am I gonna call up my boss and be like, hey, I think aliens are here?' No, I'm not gonna do that." And I think some of this stuff could just be like autonomous drones that have been sent here to, you know, the same way we send drones to other planets. And like they might come here, do a scan for five minutes, be like, this planet's boring as shit. (laughs) All these everybody down here is an idiot and they zip off and that's it. And how would we, you know, how would we follow that up? Like we can't shoot these things down or anything. 
I can't believe how much time I've given you to talk about this <laughs> over this past That's year. That's what I'm saying, Tim. You're part of the problem. You should you should be a, a higher up in the Navy. Yeah. No, I think that is cool news. I just think it's very funny that, like, beyond you and, like, people who, like, cared about fringe stuff, uh, watch, like, weird documentaries on YouTube and Amazon Prime about this stuff. And then it finally makes the cover of the New York Times, and you guys are still the only people that care about it. <laughs> no. Well, not, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, I really think that there is a distinct possibility of just, like, yeah, we don't know what that is. Maybe we can't even wrap our heads around it, even if somebody tried to explain it to us. And mm-hmm. and just kind of like, uh, well, what are you going to do, you know, when... When, when uh, you know, a human being steps on an anthill, the ants don't all have a meeting and say, like, well, what are we going to do about these humans? So, Maybe it'll just always be that, you know, just like, yeah, I don't know, weird shit happens sometimes and we can't really understand it. Yeah, I'm definitely more concerned about the stuff that uh, could potentially affect me that, like, we can identify yeah. um, and do something about I do think it's real dumb too to go back to billionaires in space, like Elon Musk's whole thing. Like we have to get to, you know, we have to get to Mars because of climate change on Earth. And it's like we have to. I I would agree with we have to like get to Mars in case like a huge asteroid hits the Earth and just everything's destroyed. But no matter how bad climate change gets. It's not going to be worse than the climate on Mars. <laughs> like, you're, like, yeah, that's true. Like, like Elon you- Musk, you can still just make a bubble that you live in on Earth, no matter how bad. Even the worst predictions aren't like, <laughs> well, in 10 years, it might be 300 degrees on Earth. Yeah. Also, like, even if there, if it was like an asteroid was coming, like, who? If it's going to wipe out the human race, it's like, oh, no, the human race must live on <laughs> uh, after trashing a planet or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh, what will the universe do without us? Yeah, like I, yeah I kind of agree with you. I kind of yeah. don't really give a shit about anything after I die, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I think I'm not alone in that feeling. I think that's part yeah. of what's got oh. us into this problem. <laughs> yeah, I think so, Tom. Uh, Tom, uh, my final award. Mm-hmm. Now here to present the final award of the night, Tim. Oh, I have one more Thank award you. after this. Oh, Tim's final award of the night. Here's Tim. Thank you. We live in confusing <laughs> times. Fuck. And even if you're an adult of above average intelligence and you're still young enough that everyone generally thinks you're cool, Sometimes there are things that you hear people talking about and you're not really sure exactly what's going on. It doesn't mean that you're dumb or out of touch. It's probably just that everybody else doesn't really understand it either and they think talking about it makes them sound smart or cool. Here are the nominees for Thing I Don't Really Understand. Web 3. Cottagecore. Chuggy. NFTs, iKits, iKiss, iKits, iKits, E Y E K I T S. Oh, I, I've never even heard of that. And the winner is 
really all of them, but mostly Web three. Oh, or it just makeup for eyes? I think. But why are they called <laughs> eye kits? Yeah. They're always like, oh, this person has an eye kit. It's like, what? what? Who's, who's always like that? <laughs> the, the people that I hear that confuse me. <laughs> Didn't you hear the intro? <laughs> uh, so all that stuff wins. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tom, mm-hmm. do I need to care about Web3 right now? No. Okay. That's all I want to know. Um, it's just like, hey, the blockchain and uh, NFTs are gonna like be all what the internet is now, right, or something? Yeah, I mean, Web two was really Web two point was like JavaScript. <laughs> so, okay. so I don't know. It's like things will get better, but I mean, there's no indication that Web three will mean things will get better. And also, the problem with Web three. Is like the uh, the the promise of Web three is that things will become decentralized, and a that doesn't solve any of our problems, our current problems, as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, like Twitter's like, oh, this will solve the problem of like us having to to ban accounts. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't think that's a problem. I think <laughs> there should be somebody in charge yeah. of making sure. Uh, uh, awful things aren't out there, uh, and also, uh, but but everybody pushing Web three are, you know, uh, billionaires and venture capitalists. Right. So they're not the real like. Oh, we want things to be decentralized, right? We want things to be decentralized under us, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's all bad. Everything. Yeah, oh, bad. it's all bad. I mean, things aren't going to get any better. Um, Great. I just want to quickly give out my, uh, I forgot about this, my 2021 award for biggest blunder. Uh-oh. That damn ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal. Oh, yeah. And then remember it got out and then it got stuck again? Poof. What a blunder. That, look, that ship had a bad year. Oh, boy, that ship. Yeah, that ship's probably... Come New Year's Eve, that ship's going to be knocking more than a few back and going, yeah. and its friends will be reassuring it, uh, its friends being other ships. Yeah. Hey, 2022 will be better. You probably won't get stuck in another canal. Where are the odds? I don't know. Maybe the ship was built in a way that, you know, uh, makes it easy to get stuck in canals. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe well, the odds are good. Maybe they were like, we'll put one engine in the front and one in the back, but on different sides. So the ship always uh, goes diagonal. I don't know what happened, Tom, but that ship sure had egg on its hull. <laughs> it sure did. Also, this whole time I thought uh, it was stuck in the Panama, Panama Canal. It was stuck <laughs> in the Suez Canal. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, ultimately, it doesn't matter. I knew matter. it was the Suez Canal, but in my head, I was just like, oh, yeah, down in Panama. <laughs> right. Same here. And it's like, it didn't really matter. It's not like, yeah, oh, I fine. thought it was in the Panama Canal. I could have done something. Yeah. <coughs> Jurisdiction over it. Yeah. Excuse me for coughing. Tom, uh, maybe we should do the plugs and then get our predictions for 2022. Sounds uh, good. Okay. Uh, 
If you like the show, tcgt.com to find out more. Patreon.com slash complete guide for our Patreon. Hey, this week, uh, you can catch the last of our holiday movie extravaganza. We're covering the Christmas classic, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation to Eddie's Island Adventure. It's what everybody wants. It's, a, you know, it's it's the big, uh, big movie. Uh, a movie most people are not aware of exists. But, With uh, good reason. Uh, Christmas Vacation 2, Eddie's Island Adventure. Uh, we're covering that, and boy howdy, this was a real dog shit movie. That I'd, I'd have a hard time even calling it a movie, but anyway, patreon.com slash complete guide. I'm you can, so angry about it. <laughs> you can listen to me and Tim be angry about this made-for-TV movie. Uh, follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. Check out our subreddit. Uh, it's at TCGTE on Reddit. Uh, and check out our, uh, go to TCGTE.com to, to get a link to our Discord. I, d- I don't know how to get there otherwise, but. Yeah, you download the app. Yeah, you download the app, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> et cetera. All right. Prediction Tom. time. Predictions. I have two predictions. Do you, uh, how many predictions do you have? Um, I actually don't have that many predictions, but I have predictions from somebody else. <laughs> somebody in the know, let's say. Okay. Here's my first prediction. Mm-hmm. Carbonated milkshakes. No. Oh. Think about it, Tom. Yeah. I think uh, less young people are drinking, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I think people are going to lean a little harder into sweets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... With the pandemic's about to be over in a couple of weeks, so people are going to start going wild, being out there and wanting to be like, "Hey, let's party!" But th- we're not going to drink. So what can we, we're not going to drink alcohol? We should drink milkshakes. Combine mm. it with the seltzer craze of the last couple of years. Carbonated milkshakes. All right. So not alcoholic or alcoholic. Um, I think yeah. Uh, Eventually, they'll be alcoholic, but I think it'll be a fun treat for um, for uh, teetotalers as well. Yeah, and uh, uh, Gen Z loves Daniel Plainview. It's true. And uh, so they're all about drinking other people's milkshakes. From that old movie. <laughs> yeah, from that movie from, from when they were babies. <laughs> You got a prediction? Oh, Tim, who's the... uh, I'll tell you who's. Uh, I got some predictions from Judy Heavenly. She is the psychic for the National Enquirer that does their predictions. I don't know <laughs> if these are the National Enquirer predictions, but uh, <laughs> she had about... On Have her you wed- seen the cover of the National Enquirer lately? No. It's like... like the vaccine will kill you. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, that makes sense. Government covering up 1.5 million vaccine deaths. Um, the national, uh, uh, Judy Heavenly, she's got like 200 predictions and then like points to like last year she predicted and it was like, I don't know, a handful of things that are just vague predictions. One of her predictions this year is U.S. federal agencies go paperless. 
All right. And then a separate prediction, important changes in U.S. government and IRS. So these aren't necessarily swinging for the fences, exactly. Sad goodbyes to Barbara Walters, Jimmy Carter, Betty White, Pope Benedict XVI, Tony Bennett, and a foreign leader. (laughs) So it's like five people who are close to 100 years old. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. If not 100 years old. And then a foreign leader, which could be any of thousands of people. <laughs> she's talking about the queen. Yeah, I think she's worried about uh No, like, there were getting queen murdered specific by predictions. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that okay. were separate. Um, Yeah. And that, uh, oh. a, a new law sparks a boom for um, the $1 billion marijuana-linked CBD industry. I don't know what law could spark more cbd shit than there already is i don't know and then she also said amazon will push legalization of weed at the government level declassifying marijuana as a schedule one drug i don't know why amazon would do that because tom they hold all the power (laughs) they do yeah tom Mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna those that was a lot i'm not even gonna Give my other one. She also pre- she predicted an electrical power outage in New York City. Well, that's terrifying, Tom. Yeah, well, we'll see if that happens. How are we going to keep our carbonated milkshakes frozen? <laughs> that how are we going to keep them carbonated? I don't know. I don't know how carbonation process works. You need motors, Tim. You need something constantly well, carbonated. It'll be gas powered. I'll have a gas powered carbonation machine. <laughs> You said gas power, but then you mimed uh, uh, pedaling something. No, I mind uh, pulling. Oh, the, pulling, pulling, pulling a, a gas on engine a, on a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, Th- those are Judy Heavenly's predictions. Well, uh, mundane, uh, macabre, and terrifying. Uh, <laughs> alternately, um, Tom. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for being a good friend in 2021. Hey, same to you, buddy. Um, and uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to cut off all contact with you. <laughs> what? Uh, Wait, in the what? new year. Why? Um, I'm just, I'm doing a new thing. I'm trying a new direction. <laughs> um, you know, starting fresh. That's, uh, my family tough, and I have decided I we're going to, we're going to have to cut ties with toxic presence in, in, in our life. Uh, so, well, you know what? I'll, I'll confront your wife about this. I'll, I'll, I have, I have a pretty good idea. Her routines, I'll find her and talk to her about it. Jesus. (laughs) Timmy, this doesn't sound like a problem that a little yelling wouldn't fix. (laughs) Throwing a glass of wine in a young woman's face. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Hey, happy 2022 to our listeners see you next year right yeah that was a headgum podcast <laughs>